You have a problem, turn off your station. You don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. What are you talking about? What's your pinning? I am so sick of hearing about Chet's statement. You ain't waiting for God to bring you your dinner, all right? You get up, you go cook it, all right? I remember when I had my first beer. I got pot grinding in the studio. Yeah, feel dope. Yeah, feel good. Cause we doing things all wish I could. Tryna kill a vibe, I wish I would. Wish I would. Wish I would. Labels tryna sell us, everybody getting jealous. And I know them haters smell us, but we listen when they tell us what up. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill them all. Studios, and that this is why we can't have nice things podcast. I'm Nick DeMeo, and my co host, DJ Gabriel Nathan. What up, bud? What's up, Nicky D? Oh man, how you living, bro? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm ready to get at, after this pod, man. Nice, man. You have a good weekend? Yeah, it's a long one, dude. I DJed three weddings, so uh, you know it's been a rough Monday, but this is this is my therapy. So yeah, I'm with you on that one, but I drove drove what felt like 40 hours, had a uh, couple couple cups of coffee, and and back at home, and then drove another 55 hours home because there was traffic outside of DC. Yeah, actually, I got to see you on Friday. That was cool. I had a little back deck a- action at the Bentleys. Yeah, what were you do? What were you doing at that first wedding? You were you were running around, dude. You, so let me paint the picture. I show up to the wedding. Gabe's in the in the the sound booth. He's got a shirt untucked. He's got a tie halfway on. Sweating, r- running around like his head was chopped off. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't give you a real warm welcome there, dude. You were like, yeah, "What up, Bob?" I and I was like, like "Don't talk up, to me." Bob? Dude, I was, you got like I a, was flustered. You had dude. like a "Let me tear your head off" kind of moment. Yeah, dude. I was I was ketchup and flustered, dude. <laughs> dude that was that was a mess i i did that ceremony and then i went to this other wedding that was like a dry wedding with like swing dancing so that was you know that was what it that, was that was a blast that yeah was a that blast. was it was a hoot and uh and then saturday had another one which was the did opposite. you charge double for that one Nah. but then the next day i had the opposite wedding where people were actually sunday you had a wedding no saturday Two on Friday, uh, one on Saturday. The one on Saturday, people were hammered by the ceremony. Uh, like, people were pounding, you know, hard liquor at the ceremony. So, like, that uh, was an interesting one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there I don't, I, I'm trying to decide who had a longer weekend. I, I have to give it to you because I know that drive and it's brutal. Dude, the drive is just painful, man. Back in at work on Monday morning. Had the had my family reunion, Bob. Are you in or out on family reunions? I'm all in on family reunions, dude. Same, man. Like I, I need, like I need I'm more in on, families. Like I need like you need to go all in on the family reunion. Like that needs to be kind of like what the whole year is based around, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So how was it? Uh, it was a good one, man. It was a good one. I had a really good horseshoe partner. So at my family reunion, we have a horseshoe tournament uh, every single year. There's a trophy. Going back to like I think like '86 with your Nate, you get put on the plaque if you win. Um, probably about 25 teams, 22 teams. I had a really good partner and got knocked out in the first round. What happened, dude? You just, uh, dude, we were winning the whole game. They kind of came back, 15-16, 16-16. Then they throw a ringer and a leaner, five points. Game's over. Couldn't even respond. Mm. 
That's tough. So that was kind of tough, but it was good seeing the fam. I, I kind of, you know, I'm on like the every other year schedule now just because we live down here. Mm-hmm. And it was good seeing the fam. You know, they, you know, one thing I'll never, um, I'll never die with those guys, with some of my like dad's cousins, is they just refuse to let, like, they're still bitter about Ryan Howard making $24 million over the, a year for, for the last like four years. Um, so like, you know, where everybody's sitting around and it's like, Dan, you gotta be, you know, my dad, he's like, dude, you make $25 million a year and you can't get someone to teach you how to hit the ball down the third baseline. <laughs> I'm like that. He's the greatest power hitter. The Phillies have ever had. And you want him to learn how to bunt <laughs> these, like these old heads. Like they just can't appreciate Like we won a world series. Like they, they're still bitter about it. They're like, they should have blown that team up right after that world series. I'm like, yeah. Win the World Series, have everybody come back, and then blow the team up. I'm kind of with them on that, though, dude. Like, I, dude, like, if, like if I was there, dude, I would have had a Miller Light in my hand, and I would have been, I would have been talk, I would have been egging them on, you know. But it kind of like, gets into what we're getting at today with the dads thing, yeah. You know, like, like they, like they, like just their, just their topics, like they can just talk for hours mm-hmm. about nothing. Dude, I'm 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 excited because that does the, the the episode today. Spoiler alert is the five essential steps in reaching official dad status, and yeah. you probably got some serious material this weekend. At the Dude, weekend. I got some ammo. Like they were talking about like like being over in like Ireland, I guess, and they were talking about um, uh, the Games of Throne. So like, <laughs> dude, the Games of Throne is huge over there right now. I'm like, dog, it's the Game of Thrones. I don't even watch that show, but like, they just they can't play. They, like, everything is said wrong. You know, they're. I just. But they know everything now. Oh, uh, dude, when I said like, can't you guys just appreciate what Ryan Howard did? Like, he won us a World Series. Like, they got up and walked away. They were like, you know everything, and they got yeah, up and yeah, walked yeah. away. Like that's so. Like that. That was disrespectful to them. Like, dude. So we're gonna get into the dads today. Um, the five essential steps to to dadhood. Yeah. Uh, to official you know, dad status. And I felt like that was kind of what my weekend was based around. You know, my brother's a dad now. Zach's mm-hmm. a dad now. Ben's a dad now. And like, we're gonna be there eventually. So like, we might as well start discussing these things. See which ones we're in or out on. And yeah. Kinda, you know, navigate. Like I, I, I said to them at one point, I was like, man, I can't wait to have a kid so I can just like. You know, yell at millennials, you know, talk bad on millennials, you know, drink Miller High Life and, um, you and t- know, and, cook, tuck, cook. And, t- and tuck in my polo to my jean shorts. <laughs> yeah, and wear, wear jeans and flip flop, you know, like jeans <laughs> and like sandals. Yeah, like I feel like there's some things about dadhood that I, I'm going to be cautious not to fall into. And then there's things about dadhood where like the minute I'm a dad, like I'm going out and, and, and doing it. You know what I mean? I'm taking advantage of it. I'm, I'm owning it. So let's dive into it. Before we do that, though, Bob, you got a violation of the week for us? Yeah, dude, I, I got a violation of the week. And, like, I mean, it's just obvious, but I'm noticing at these weddings, I'm doing a lot of weddings, and there's always, like, the one guy that's just, like, wearing a T-shirt. You know, he's, like, I, you don't know whether he's a cousin or what, but he's he's got, like, he's got a T-shirt and, like, jeans on. And you're just, like, dude, show some respect. Like, wh- what, did you just wander off the street? Like, as much as I love dressing up for a wedding, I wish I had it in me to be that guy. Uh, dude, I, I, I... I would be so insecure if I was that guy because, like, dude, like, when, when people wear, like, 
tuck their shirt in at church, I feel like, oh my gosh, I should, I'm underdressed. But like, I wish I could be that guy. Honestly, dude. Because there's something about that guy. He just doesn't care. That's, that's kind of why I bring it up as the violation of the week, but I leaned over to my apprentice, uh, the guy that I'm kind of showing how to DJ kind of keeps me company. And I, I, he, he knows, dude, I was really just jealous of the guy because I don't have the guts. I don't have the glory to just show up in a V-neck t-shirt with tats you know, with messed up hair to a wedding, like, and, and maybe a hat, like, I just don't have it in me, uh, so I, I don't have the guts to be that guy, but the guy that shows up in casual t-shirt, hat, and jeans to a wedding, we salute you, we respect you, but it's a violation, sir. Yeah, I was, I had something kind of, but I don't really know where to go with it, um, it didn't even happen to me, it happened to Becca, we're at a wedding, and, um, and Carl Komorowski, for those of you guys who don't know Carl Komorowski, he's all that is man. Yeah, um, absolutely. He's about five foot six. Um, he tells the story that he was too crazy for Vietnam. Yeah. Like they were begging to get people to go to Vietnam and they, they rejected him. That's his words, not mine. And I um, believe it. What's that? And I believe it. Yeah, like hands of leather from working outside. Like you – like, is wearing like a Tommy Bahama tight shirt and like khakis and a flip flip flops to a wedding. Um, probably some like red man chew in his lip. And, and so like, you know, you know, he's, he's just the best, but like Becca kind of gives him a hug, goes to give him a hug. He goes in for the kiss on the cheek. Becca kind of gets caught in the middle of it. And the next thing you know, like Carl Komorowski's kissing my wife's neck. Like, (laughs) So, like, I'm just going to say, like, the violation of the week, like, if you're going to be, like, a kisser, like, I'm a hugger. I'm in on the hug. You know, but if you're going to be a kisser, you got to, like, know that she's in on the kiss on the cheek and, like, you got you to gotta have your ducks in order. You got to navigate that better than that, dude. Mm-hmm. So, like, so this is at the wedding, right? Yeah, this is walking into the wedding. So, like, and, like dude, like – yeah. Like, I love Carl Komorowski to death. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, my man, like, he could kiss my neck and I'd be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, like, if you're going to go in, you got to make sure that all the, 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 I, the, 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 the T's are dotted or the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted before you go in for that kiss. Yeah, I, I agree. And, um, and there's kind of like him and a couple other people I know, um, kind of fall into that category of like, they don't know what personal space kind of is, you know, like there's a, a point when you get too close to someone's face and it's really uncomfortable. And like Carl Komorowski, when he talks to me, he's about four inches from my face, dude. Yeah, see, I'm in on that, though. Uh, dude, that's very Just because it's Carl. It's Carl. Like, you know, he's got a cr- kind of crazy mullet, like sun, like sunning in his hair, mullet going, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm in on him. Dude, he is, he's a dad that I would not mind turning out like. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I, it's, if I could be half the man that is, I think I'll be in good shape. Yeah, dude. So let's dive into the dad stuff, man. The, the listeners have been waiting for this. This is going to be a big app. The five essential steps in reaching official dad status. Before we do that, Gabe, talk about our cheddar. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we got uh, a couple things to hit real quick. Follow us on Twitter at WWC. H-N-T underscore. Um, you can tweet us on there. You can also, we're doing a call-in segment next week. So that's that's big for you guys to know. We got a few call-ins ready to rock. Uh, we need some more. 
We want to give you guys your airtime. If you're not a big, like, record yourself kind of shy person, then you can tweet us or you can text us anything but email us, um, and we will read those things on the air. So we want to be as interactive as possible, especially since we're only doing the interactive part of the program every five episodes. We're really going to hit it hard. So leave us a, a voice message or a text or a tweet. Um, also, uh, ratings and reviews, um, hit us on there. We had a, a mom, um, I believe a homeschool mom, who left us a rating and review this week. We really appreciate that. She told us that we're going to do viral. Um, so, so that was really encouraging. Um, yeah. And if she can figure it out, you can figure it out. So leave us a rating and review. Um, Got it. One, yep. One more quick thing. We um, tentatively are deciding and we're making an executive decision to make a time change. As of next week, we will be releasing the pod on Sunday night. We had several people saying that they need that on the morning commute on Monday. And I, I get it. You know, It's a good way to brighten up the Monday. So we're going to do our best to drop the pod on a Sunday from here on out. All right, we're about to get to the five essential steps. But before we do that, a word from our sponsors. Come check out the new hotspot, Delco Vapes, from yours truly, East Staff and Delco Desk. It's in a prime location right on Norwood on Winona Ave and, and Chester Pike. It's right next to Davis Trading Post. You can't miss it. We got tanks, coils. We got the exclusive Dragon series of juice. Just text 267-456-1417. But try to only use one text because it's an Obama phone. All right, see you soon. Delco Vapes. All right, thank you very much for that. All right, let's get to this list, Bob. This is a good list today. We have the five essential steps to becoming a dad. And what I think is so important is we are kind of getting back to the married life. We are as prepared as anybody for this because we know a lot of dads. Yeah, we know we know a lot of young dads. Some of our friends are just becoming dads, um, and then obviously we were raised by dads, so we've seen kind of all the aspects of it. A lot of our friends are getting uh, getting hit with the rough side of the dad stick, you know. If you catch my drift, and then another guy, other guys are taking it in stride and really kind of putting on a clinic in in in, in the dad category. So we've kind of seen it. We've seen the good, bad, and the ugly, and we're ready to air it out here. Okay. Um- all right, so the five essential steps to becoming a dad. Number five. Uh, Gabe, you got this one? Yeah, that would be dad attire. So beginning to dress like a dad. Um, I mean, from the feet up, you know, you got the New Balance shoes, the white New Balance shoes with the tube socks. That's that's pretty, you know, average. Then you got like the jean shorts with like the polo shirt tucked into it and then like the strap on your glasses to make sure that they don't go anywhere. Like, is that kind of the picture that you were painting? Uh, dude, I could paint a way uglier scene than that. <laughs> okay, coming out of this family reunion, my dad – I'm going to pick on my dad a lot on this episode. My dad was walking around in like shin-high boots, probably like thousand thinsulate boots, you know, like like hunting boots, okay? Camouflage shorts. And the theme of the family reunion, I'm going to – I'm going to kind of be diving back in this family reunion and I'm, I'm, I don't think highly of myself or that my family is better than everybody else's. But it's just kind of what I'm dealing with. But what, what I've been you know, fresh in my memory. But, and then so we had these thick, huge hunting boots on. Then he had camouflage pants tucked in with a belt with a red uh, Phillies um, 
a Grateful Dead t-shirt. <laughs> like, Dad, you look like you look like you're out of the circus right now. <laughs> and like everybody was wearing that. Everybody was wearing ca- cut-off camouflage shorts and a tucked-in shirt. Like, can you be a dad and not tuck in your shirt? I think that's the part of the way that you become a dad is you start tucking in your shirt. Like, like yeah, you know, I should ask my brother. Like, like, like my, my my little brother. Like, when you cut off the umbilical cord of um, Roman, did you then just the whole, hold on? Let me take off my gloves and tuck my shirt in. I think that might be how it goes, dude. Are you gonna start tucking your shirt in when I'm a dad? Like, dude, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I tuck in button downs. You know, if I go, if I'm dressing up, I'm tucking in. But I'm not tucking in a t-shirt to jeans. You know? So then let's just like, let's just work all the way up. Like most dads are either wearing like boots that don't fit them. They're banging around the house with boots on or they're wearing sandals, dude. And they can't even wear like the cool looking sandals. Mm-hmm. Like they're still wearing like the strap sandals. Yeah. like the, You know, like, like they got the two thin straps, like one around their ankle one around their ankle and another one around their toes. Oh yeah, the uh, the the the, uh, <laughs> the Jesus twelves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the uh, the air siluses. <laughs> yeah, that or they're rocking like these white New Balance sneakers. Yeah, and the, that is like their lawn sneakers. They're like ah, I just like that. Like you know, you kind of make fun of them. They're like ah, I just have these for doing lawn work. Yeah, like, you know, like they have like a. Like a green stain all around them. Yeah, yeah, they got them at Payless. Yeah, then they're always wearing some kind of like tube sock. Yeah, you like, know, like a Hanes They can't tube wear sock. any ankle sock. They got socks up to their shins, you know, about four inches below their knees. Then, if it's summertime, I mean, it's summertime, so we're running with it now. But it's like you know, cut off shorts, but not like hipster cut off shorts, like dad cut off shorts. Do you know what I'm starting to like as we're talking? I think that there comes a point when you become a dad where where like comfort overtakes looks. So like yep. you stop caring about looks, you start caring way more for comfort. So you go you move from like, you know, the Nike Air Forces to like the New Balance comfortable wide johns. Why do you think guys like Dave Sharp are still wearing uh zip away khakis? <laughs> Dude, maybe he thinks they're comfortable, dude. Or maybe he's, Maybe, I guess. Or maybe I he's guess. still like mind blown that like it's two and one and like kind of thinks it's still the new thing, you know? I guess, but those things were out for like five minutes, like ten years ago, and they look terrible. And I'm not even coming at Dave Sharp. I don't even know if he really wears them. Uh, I but, he, like, he does. But do you think anyone outside of the church ever wore the the, the zip the zip off pants? Oh yeah, dude, they were big. <laughs> I never had a pair, did you? <laughs> no. Yeah, so I think I think comfort over overcomes uh, looks, and I hope that doesn't happen for us, but it, it might. Yeah, you know. But uh, we can kind of we'll, we'll, we can park here for forever, but we'll kind of get to. Well, I'll just kind of run up. Then they got like like they don't they can't wear any shirt that actually fits them. Hence, they they're tucking everything in. Like yeah. they buy it like they don't buy like like we buy like uh, like slim fit or or you know loose fit or something like that. They they buy like the tuck fit. Like it's got to fit me tucked in, dude. All right, I, I thought of two things. First of all, I'm sick of retucking my shirt in at weddings. There needs to be like some kind of like uh, scrunchy jaw that you can like put on the bottom of your shirt so that it like keeps it tucked in. Is this is this a, an invention or is that already out? Should we invent that? You know what I'm talking about? Like it'll it'll be kind of like a belt that goes on the bottom of your shirt 
so that you don't have to re-tuck every single time you 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 know lift your hands up in the air. Yeah, if you want to walk around looking like you got a loofah in your pants, you can do it. <laughs> All right, dude, you're being a hater. I'm gonna get it patented. And then the other thing I was thinking of for dad attire is, dude, um, the all right. T- tell me if you know what I'm talking about. Like the matching sweat pants and like non hooded sweatshirt that's like oh uh, yeah, the sweatsuit. <laughs> yeah, like it's like the that's brand. actually like a. I, I I'm ripping on them now. I'm going back to back. But I feel like that's a Dave Sharp special. <laughs> that's a Dave. That's a Saturday afternoon Dave Sharp special. Sorry for people who don't know him. He's just like a. Like a dad, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a good. So as as we're putting together this list, uh, dads are coming to mind. You know, Jeff D. Yeah. comes to mind. Honestly, Johnny C. comes to mind. I feel like he's a guy that's kind of grabbed the bull by the horns as far as becoming a dad and reaching dad status. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So he came to mind a lot as well. Um, he came to um to uh, to church on Father's Day with a Hawaiian shirt and a glasses strap. So he's he's getting there. Yeah, he just said, I'm just going to try to look as much like Bob McDonald's as I possibly can. <laughs> all right, we could, we could spend all day on number five, but we'll go to number four. Uh, I'll take this one. Uh, when you reach dad status, the early bedtime becomes a reality. And oh it, gosh, it's not yeah. just that you start going to bed early, but you actually start to like be angry at the world that it doesn't revolve on your dad clock. So like, right. like you'll be like, you know, the NBA Finals doesn't start till nine fifteen. Like, don't they realize we got work in the morning? Like, Monday yeah. Night Football doesn't start till eight thirty. Like, like I gotta work. You know, and it's yeah. like, dude, you're a dad. Otherwise, you can yeah. just pull it off. A, a dad status is like has he's watched every game of the NCAA uh, college basketball tournament, and then he but doesn't then watch gets, the finals. Doesn't watch the final because it starts at nine forty. <laughs> And he's just out. And, he's and just he like, doesn't DVR because he doesn't know how. Yeah, he doesn't know how, but he <laughs> refuses to believe that the West Coast exists. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. This is all just for money. It's yeah. all it is is for money. Yeah. So, like, the early bedtime, too, like, you can, you know, he's kind of looking at his watch towards the end of the night if you're at a party, you know. He's kind of yeah. like, he's starting to like, it's like, it's just getting dark at like the barbecue, but he's kind of rounding up like the, the car seat and like the stroller and stuff like getting ready. Yeah, to that's the young dad. The old dad is just owning the whole early bedtime thing and falling asleep on a chair. At the <laughs> like he's just like, forget it, man. I, I started drinking at five o'clock. It's 730. And yeah. I'm going to hit like a two hour nap here before I got to drive everybody home. Yeah, the old head, like once again, where like comfort comes before looks for a dad. Like he doesn't care how he looks in front of the whole party for his mouth to be open, passed out on the love seat. Like for him, like that, that's what needs to be done. So, like, you know, it's like a, 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 a little sweet transition for this for people who aren't dads who hang out with younger dads, though. Like, there was a time, like, in like the er, you know, in like your early twenties, where like you would say, "Hey, let's have a party or whatever," so having some having a barbecue, and like say the barbecue's at five o'clock, no one would show up till like seven thirty, eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and the whole schedule's thrown off. People are cooking burgers early, stuff like that. But like now that you're kind of hanging out with people who have younger kids, party starts at five o'clock. Dude, they're there at like five o seven. Yeah, they're there at like at like, like they can't like wait to get the kids out of the house to get them running around in, in someone else's backyard. Yeah, they can't wait to drop their kids into your living room so that they can terrorize it and start throwing vases around. Yeah, so they could just have that you know one IP their one IPA a week and enjoy <laughs> it while their kids are like you know opening up drawers that I didn't even know I had. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, we got a good, uh, for next week, we got some call-ins and stuff, and they're going to be on the first five episodes, but our one boy, DeLuca, dude, like, he's a guy, you know, he's got a young kid, he just became a dad recently, and he's got some very, you know, uh, he, he gave me like a nine-page text this weekend as, yeah, like, as, it was, as it, an interaction like, for the dad thing. Yeah, like sermon outlines were shorter than this text message, <laughs> yeah. and like, and that's something that he dove into big. Is like, is like when you get to go to like a party where like there's other kids and stuff, just dumping your kid in the backyard, and like they better darn well have a nice triple IPA there for you. Like <laughs> yeah. you're not like there is, better be like a cold golden monkey. Like don't mess around with any like Bud Light anymore. Yeah, like, like and that's like the difference between some dads that I realize some dads really embrace the dad life. And other dads are just, like, holding on to their 20s, like, with their dear lives as they have a child. Yeah. You know, like, like Luca was kind of in the latter. Yeah, yeah. And and he's it's it's been an interesting transition to watch. And uh, my man, you know, he had some interesting thoughts that we'll, we'll read next time on the air. All right, that was early bedtime, number four. Uh, number three, Nick, what do you got? Number three, I got dad projects. Um I'm kind of – I'm not a dad, but I'm kind of turning – I think this is kind of like buying a house thing. But like you start something and it never gets finished. Yeah. Like I got one – I got one one wall in my living room primed right now. Mm-hmm. It's been that way for like two weeks. Uh, but like but like my dad, like not only the dad projects, but like some things will start and then never get finished. Other things will start and he'll finish it and then people are like, oh, it looks nice. And then when everybody is there, he just points out the flaws in it. Wow, I messed up that. And the, the, <laughs> the idiot who did this part of it messed it up and then I had to go in and fix it. You know, and, and so it's like this whole like – it's just like this whole other like outlet that the dads have where it's like, dude, I never knew people like cutting their grass until they had kids. Yeah, like that – but they're talking about it nonstop, you know. Mm-hmm. I think like appliances are big for dads, you know, like they want. Uh, dude, dude, a dad loves fixing the washing machine. Like, dude, for some of you young whippersnappers, I know we got some young bucks on the program that may be getting into the dating scene or, or you know, getting to that part of their lives. You want to you wanna get a dad to like you. You want to get her dad to like you. Ask him about his lawnmower. You know, ask him, ask him about, you know, the last time he fixed his washing machine. He would love to tell you about that, young man. Ask him if you can take a walk out to the shed. Yeah, yeah. Inside of the shed. You'll know what kind of a father-in-law he will be when you see the inside of his his shed. Yeah, dude, when you go into the shed, just start pointing at stuff and asking what it is. And you will have a best friend. I had this old dude. I had this old, old, old dude tell me. I used to work with him, concrete finisher. And he said, Demayo, he said, when I was starting to date Becca, you know, I was, you know, whatever, I was talking about her or whatever. And he's like, Demayo, go into her room when no one's looking. And you, no one's there, go into her room. What her bedroom looks like when no one knows that you're going in there is what your life will look like with her. Same thing relates to the father-in-law <laughs> and to the dad's. Go into the dude's shed. What his shed looks like is what your life will look like if you're hanging around him for the next 50 years. <laughs> you went up the block and around the corner to grab that one, dude. I'll take it. Yeah, dude, dad projects. I, see, like, I don't know what I'll end up doing because I'm, I'm the guy that has a guy for everything. You know, I, I don't do stuff myself. I'll screw it up too bad. Like... Oh, Bob, you can barely tie your own shoes. I yeah. know that. 
Dude, I, I'm good at other things, dude. You don't even have a guy. You have friends who have guys. Yeah, I have a, I have a guy guy. It's a, it's a guy. Yeah, you got that, a guy who's got a bunch of guys. He's got guys. So he's like my middle guy, you know? Yeah, like it, for me, and I wonder if any of the dads who listen could relate to this, like when they don't, when, when there's like a party, maybe like a family party on the on the wife's side and he doesn't really want to go. You know, my dad would be like, they like can't go to that party. They got so much stuff to do around the house. So my dad's using these house projects that are halfway finished as just things that he can go to and do whenever he doesn't want to do something that my mom wants him to do. Dude, I actually – I think that's a veteran dad move right there. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You got like a, like a half-finished thing. It's been half-finished for 10 years. And yeah. every time you have something there's you don't want to go to. There's weeds growing out of it. Yeah. and You every- know, it's like this wall that he wanted to build. There's weeds growing out of it. And my mom says that my, you know, my mom wants to have like an anniversary party for herself, and he's like, ah, dude, I can't go do that. I gotta, I gotta go fix this wall. <laughs> like that, where'd you, you pulled that one right out of your butt? <laughs> Good work out of you. Or like whenever, like my mom says, like, oh, like you know, my aunt Margie, poor aunt Margie, we come at her for moving all the time. Aunt Margie needs help moving. My dad's like first like, nah, not Aunt Margie. My dad always loved helping Aunt Margie. But whenever my mom was like, hey, someone needs help with this. Can you go help him? My dad's like, dude, we got 50 projects here that aren't finished. We're going to go help somebody else with their house. (laughs) That's a good dad move, dude. Dude, that's a veteran dad move. One more thing before we move on. I feel like uh, when you were talking about your dad, I remember we used to get in trouble for playing wiffle ball in the front yard because we would like – we would brown up the grass. We would tear up the grass right where the pitcher's mound and the batter's box was. So, like, uh, messing up the yard or, like, if you're backing out and, like, your tires go on the grass, like, dude, forget about it. Like, you might as well dude. just not talk to him for a couple months because he's going to be pissed. Dude, if you back up on a somewhat wet day yeah. and you don't stay on the blacktop, don't even come near the DeMeo Casa. Yeah. Because like my dad is ripped. My dad it doesn't even go to regrading a part of the driveway. He goes to ripping trees out out of frustration. Yeah, like you know, he's got a he's got a bonfire. He's got like a, a weekend long bonfire with trees he's cut down. Yeah, like you better come with a with a pair of, of front row Eagles tickets as a peace offering at that point. <laughs> yeah, because you have put my man down a bad path. Yep. All right, we'll move on to number two. I'll take it. Number two. Um, in the five essential steps in reaching official dad status is getting a minivan. All right. This is like, you know, this is obviously a big step for people. I feel like this is kind of like the formal ceremony of like mm-hmm. becoming a dad. You know what I yep. mean? Like, like walking it's the black tie. It's the black tie of, 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 of being a dad. Like when you like, if I hear that one of my boys who's like a new dad gets a minivan, it's like, uh, I don't even want to say like a graduation cause it's actually sadder than that. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a funeral slash graduation, you know what I mean, if that makes any sense. Because it's kind of like a goodbye to life as we know it and hello to diaper bags, car seats, swimming lessons, and minivans. Broken up crackers in the corner of it. Yeah, like rotten apple juice like sitting under the seat. Yeah, just everything sticky. Yeah, yeah like, like popsicle sticky hands all over the windows with handprints. Yeah, like – Wrappers of snacks you didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah, like just like mustard on the carpet, like um, pop, like like uh, po- popsicle holder, uh, popsicle holders. What do they call them? Popsicle, popsicle sticks. sticks. Yeah, yeah, like pop, like like popsicle sticks that could fill up a dump truck. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like you're stepping on animal crackers every time you walk through your living room till till it looks like sawdust. Yeah, are we at, at minivans or are we going back to the living room? Oh, we're all we over, just, we're all over the place we, now. Are Mom. we just talking about uh, kids under four littering? <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, the, the minivan is where we're at. But yeah, it, it, and like some people like um, – some people really embrace the minivan. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to be that guy. My brother Zach was that guy. Dude, Sarah my, – my sister-in-law got pregnant and Zach went out and sold his BMW and bought a minivan. Yeah, like he was ready, dude. I see. That's to me, like that's. I don't know. Like I, I, I can't enjoy a joyride in a minivan. You know, like I, I don't know. I mean, why not? It smells like rotten milk, dude. It's just like it's too big. Everyone. Yeah, but you fold the back seat down, dude, yeah. and you can. You know, you got two. Let me ask you. All right, all right. I understand you can't embrace it, but I'm just saying, like, some people embrace it. Some people, you know, some people try to get like the pilot and act like they love it. Yeah, dude, oh, I love yeah, this pilot. Stop, Every dude stop. loves the pilot, and it's just because they didn't have a minivan. Yeah, you might as well have a minivan if you got a pilot. The only thing my wor- grandmom has a pilot. The only thing worse than getting a minivan is pretending like you like the minivan. Like, dude, just just be honest. Just get the the. The hoopty big minivan that's like jacked up with the TVs and the headrest so that your kid can watch Frozen and you can, you know. Uh, Let me ask you this, Bob. If you're going to get a minivan, are you getting the bucket seats or the bench? Give me the bench, dude. Ah, I like the bucket seats, the dude. captain chairs. Yeah, but if I got a bunch of kids back there, dude, my odds of them falling asleep skyrocket if I got the benches. All right, I don't even know. I don't even know if they even have them anymore. But do they have minivans that just open up on one side, or are they all dual dual doors in the back? They all side? got dual doors, and they're all like automatic openers. Like gone are the days where you got to spend five minutes trying to get the darn side door open because it's busted. You, know, <laughs> oh, yeah. you just press the, days, the button, and they all open. Gone are the days when you slam a minivan door van and they pop back open. Yeah, like gone are the days when you shut someone's minivan door and they snap at you because you didn't shut it right and it's going to be stuck forever. Yeah, gone are the gone are the days. The one time out of the year when someone slams a minivan door mini door van mini <laughs> van door on another kid's finger. Oh, dude, that's that's brutal. Um, so we had when I was um, I want to say like eleven. We did the ultimate. So this was the ceremony for my dad. He waited. He waited a long time to give over to the minivan, dude. We had a Ford Bronco, the OJ Simpson mobile, and it was a Ford Bronco. Bob, they're too. bringing it back this year. I Ford heard Bronco. that. Dude. They're bringing it back. Not a good time to bring it back. It back and and OJ's getting out of jail. So OJ's getting out of jail, and Ford says, "Hey, let's bring his his murder vehicle back." Uh, that's a great. That's a great business move. So anyway, we had a Bronco too. It was four wheel drive, red. It was awesome, dude. And um, we were visiting my friends in North Carolina, Grandfather Mountain, like the other side of North Carolina. They lived up in the mountains. They had a kid that was turning 16. And my mom was pregnant with Caleb. So we did a straight up off the books, straight up deal, car for car. We gave them the Bronco 2 for their kid to learn how to drive in the mountains. And we took the, the... the Chrysler Town and Country Wood Grain Side John. Ooh. Buck a buck a beanstalk? Yeah, dude. And we took that John out of there. And from then on, we had a minivan. And I felt like it was like, I, I, I wish I would have known what I know now. I could have, you know, put my arm around my dad and said, I know this is a tough transition to the minivan, but we're going to be all right, you know? Dad, look, I know that you don't have a lot of pride right now, but I'll try to give you that pride back. <laughs> 
that it's it's going to be all right. You know, yeah. maybe we can save up and get you, you know, get you uh, uh, a hoopty or something, so you don't got to ride this thing around. Um, but that was our first minivan. Then we ended up with two, dude. We had two minivans, dude. Jeez. Yeah, my mom had a Ford uh, Windstar, dude. That that's you guys, lame. You guys went all in. Yeah, so I, dude, I'm out on the minivan. I don't think I'll ever get one. Will you? All right. Yeah. You'll get one? Yeah, I'm out. I'll get like a big old SUV or something. I got a Ford Escape that I'm hoping lasts me till I'm like 30. Yeah. And then I'll probably drop back and punt and get the minivan. All right. All right, so number two is minivan. Number one in the five essential steps in reaching official dad status. Nick, what is it? Dad jokes. Absolutely dad jokes. Dude, and there's not a bigger king of this than my brother's father-in-law. Um, goes to party, you know, like, you know, we're at the older part of, of our twenties where like, you know, you go to a barbecue and you invite your family over to, you know, your parents over or whatever. And my father-in-law will go to parties and tell everybody that he doesn't know at the party that he's his daughter's sister. It's like, yeah, yeah, Sarah, she's my sister. And then like halfway through the party, like, it's like, ah, I was just kidding. Yeah, that's my daughter. Yeah. Like that's a weird dad joke. Like, honestly, I haven't really heard that kind of dad joke. Like, I was thinking more like like my Uncle Tom, like, at, at, at Christmas Eve every year we had the seven fishes. It's like an Italian tradition. And every year he would go up to the mackerel and be like, holy mackerel. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the that's kind of dad a, joke I'm talking that's about. That's a dad joke. My yeah. father-in-law is the king of the dad joke, dude. Really? Oh, dude, he's got dad jokes for days. And, like, dude. I like he's my father-in-law so like I laugh at him you know what I mean like Uh, you're still in that stage yeah (laughs) yeah I laugh at him but like I you know I kind of give him you know kind of like a like a fake laugh you know like I I, maybe I think it's kind of funny but I kind of over over laugh a little bit but his kids really think that they're hilarious dude like he they really like he'll say like like we'll we'll see a deer and he'll be like oh dear and his kids oh, and his kids will lose it like 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 as if they just heard you know they they were just at a Louis CK special like they just you know they were just watching the funniest thing they've ever seen like yeah yeah my my father-in-law my dad'll give you those jokes my father-in-law's humor i just can't get on board with it you give him a fake laugh though right nah <laughs> I'm kind of out of that stage, dude. Like, you got to bring more to the table. Yeah. You know, like, I, dude, I, like I move, I, I move me and my wife down, like, five states to be near you guys. Like, you guys got to bring some more. Like, I'm not giving you fake laughs. Yeah, see, to me, it's not just a father-in-law thing. Like, I give a fake laugh to anyone who's trying to be funny. That's just a courtesy thing. I feel so bad. I know what it's like to say a joke and hear crickets. So anytime someone like I know that they're really trying to be funny, I will throw them a fake laugh and I have a good fake laugh. Yeah, like I'm like if my mother-in-law listens to this podcast, she will call in because I just I don't I if it makes me laugh, I laugh, but I don't I don't hand them out, man. Yeah, my mother-in-law even... like gets angry and she she like said she's like he doesn't even laugh at my jokes anymore. Do you, uh, if you guys have dad jokes, listeners, 
Uh, yeah, call in them. with them. Because call in with them. Tweet us. We want we want to hear your dad jokes. Johnny Caulfield is is stepping up big in the dad joke. Like he's like to me like Johnny a, Johnny Johnny Caulfield had dad jokes before he even like met his wife. Yeah, that's true. Like Johnny like, jo- Johnny Caulfield had dad jokes when he was single. Yeah. Like Johnny Caulfield's like the LeBron of like dads. Like like you you go to his hut like he's a young dad, but he's the up and comer. Like you know he's gonna be the goat. Like Oh uh, yeah, dude, he's like the seventy sixers of dads, dude. They're just yeah. built for the future. Yeah, like he like like we're trusting the process that Johnny C is gonna become the daddiest dad of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And so we need Yeah, a, but like need- dad jokes are tough, like dad jokes are tough like when you're dating a girl though. Uh, that's tough man like a dad's making a joke and like you got like you know you know you gotta laugh but it's just like this corny looking dude you know he's like he's like pointing his finger at you with like a fake gun like farting at you (laughs) (laughs) oh dude that's brutal uh there you go once again for our young whippersnappers uh that are getting ready for their father-in-law era um my advice is just give them a laugh, you know. Like, dude, but I turn, I, I laugh when like they say things different, like, like, like the wrong way. Like when, like, dads, like, like for instance, like the, like we were at, um, at family reunion, and one of the dads came up to me. He was talking about my little brother who got married in February, and he was like, "Oh, you, you were the one who got married on the computer this year." <laughs> like, dude, come on. What is he? What, did he? Off, did he mean that he saw pictures of it on Facebook? He saw pictures on Facebook. <laughs> together dude <laughs> like like i love that like when they say things like that when they say things like they call facebook the computer <laughs> yeah or like they call like the phone like they call their their cell phone a, a telephone yeah or the chip they got that chip you can look at it yeah that uh, dude I mean, I think I think we should. We might scroll. be heading into like grandpa status yeah. with some of that. Stuff. <laughs> let's cut. Let's cut it off at dad jokes. We're going overtime anyway. Um, oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. We'll end it with an in or out, and I'll give you. Wait, wait. Run the list back, bub. Okay, the list. Uh, five essential steps in reaching official dad status: dad attire from the feet up, early bedtime, dad projects. Getting a minivan and dad jokes. That's the list. All right, so for the in or out, I'm going to hit you with dad things. And you're going to tell me in or out. If you're in, that means like you will do those things when you're a dad. Or maybe you already do them. If you're out, that means nope, I'll never do them. All right? Okay. All right. um, Wearing a robe around the house. I am out on wearing a robe, dude. You're out I on a robe. I am so too. out on on a robe or slippers. So don't even ask me a slippers question. All right. Um, arguing about politics. I'm out on it. You're I'm out, out dude. It. I, I voted for that idiot, and I regret it. That's my my call, and I'm never voting again. Whitey tighties. Stop it! I am so out on that. <laughs> Dude. I will wear boxers for the rest of my life. No, I might make this. No, way. that's not a dad thing, dude. That's a, that's a people who were born in 1965. Dude, that's a dad thing, dude. And I might make the switch. Dude, you think you think Mikey Logan, Maddie Hayes, and these bulls? Dude, you think Clayton Green's wearing whitey tighties? Get out of here! No. All right, Birkenstocks. 
I don't even know what that is. Like the sand, like the brown two-strap sandals. They're like leather. The listeners yeah. will know what I'm talking about. Well, what am a dad, maybe. All right. uh, All yeah, right. I'm out on it. I'm out on it. Cell phone clips on the belt. Oh, dude, when I'm a dad, I'm in on that. <laughs> I am all in on that. Like, dude, dads think that it's like, like, like it's not, it's not even legit if you don't have a clip. Like, do they even sell cell phone clips anymore? <laughs> I think so, dude. They got to. It's a, there's a market for it. <laughs> I know. All right. Um, glasses with the flip. So it's like you got like the glasses, and then they flip up, and they're like the sun. Oh yeah, I'm in on that when I'm a dad. Yeah, I'm in on that. How about the glasses? How about the glasses that like come apart at the middle, and then they like hang down, and then you put them back up, dude? Dads love those. Dudes, dude, dads do love those. And I'm probably in on the fumble glasses guy. Alright. Um Crocs. No, I'm out on it. You're no, out that won't be around when I'm a dad. I'm gonna be a dad in like ten years. Dude, Crocs ain't going anywhere, bro. Crocs are doing well. Yeah, it's fading. Um how about like dad kind of bumper stickers, like I'd rather be fishing. Or like salt life. <laughs> yeah, what does that even mean? Like they like the shore. They like the beach. Uh, yeah, like I'd rather uh, be fishing. I'm in on it. I'm in on it. All right, while we're kind of... I think, I think, dude, I think that bumper stickers are underrated. Give the person behind you a little bit of entertainment. Nah, because... Something to read, something to think about. 90% of them piss me off, though, and that's not good, because then you have people angry at you. You know what I mean? Eh, you're um, never going to beat them. Yeah, well, you might meet them, you know, when you're stopped when you're stopped over because they cut you off and you rear-ended them. Um, all right. Um, how about while we're on the fishing thing, like mounting fish or mounting like deer heads and like putting them on the wall? I'm never gonna spend that kind of money on it. My dad has an entire smorgasbord of mounted mounted animals, and I'm out on it. I'm right. so out on it. I would. If Baxter were to pass away, I would consider getting Baxter mounted. That's just sad. And the fact that you have a dog photographer now, we can we can hit that next episode. But I mean, I'm I'm starting to consider like I don't know, I, like breaking the contract. Um, <laughs> but a five year deal. Yeah, um, I, I got I got a guy. I can get out of it. All right, I got two more for you. Um, having a chair. So like there's a chair that's like your chair. You know what I mean? Like Is it is it an interior chair chair or an exterior chair? Like like a chair. Like, I know guys who like show up to parties and bring their own chair. Okay, alright, let's go both because I'm in on like bringing your own chair. But like if, Yeah, I'm in on that too. But like if people are over, you know, for Thanksgiving and like somebody hops in the recliner and someone's like, No, that's dad's chair. Like, yeah, I'm out on yeah, that. Like, come on. And I'm out on, like, a signed seating, too. Like, that's dad's seat. Like, yeah. dude, you're having, I'm your guest. I'll sit at the head of the table if yeah, I I'll, want to. I'll sit where I darn well want to sit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'm one, your guest, and I brought over the macaroni salad. All right. One more because we're way out of time. Yelling at the TV. Oh, I, I've been doing that since I was about 12. <laughs> dude, that's Yeah, I got that from my dad. <laughs> Like, dude, my dad used to watch, like, the 700 Club, like, with, like, all the super right-wing, like, conservatives, and they would be, like, just, just you know, saying right-wing kind of things, and my dad would just yell at the TV, thank you, thank you, sir, thank you. Yeah, I'm out on that, but, like, sports <laughs> events, I'm in on it. 
Yeah, and like yeah, yell like yelling at the Eagles coach is something I will always do. And um, but I think- like but like but like yelling at people to to vote Republican in the church, I'm out on that. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's that's a given. Um, yeah. But I'll be yelling at the TV till the day I die, and I'll be doing it more so when I'm a dad because I'll have an excuse. Okay, that's it, man. I got okay. Yeah, well, maybe I'll just maybe I'll kind of make a list and just kind of throw it in the back end on the, on the internet. Um, all right, we're way over time. I yeah. can tell by your face, we're way over time. Yeah, we we went like a Matt Chandler message length. All right, I'm in on that. Sometimes the people need it, dude. Yeah, we're we're going for more of the Tim Keller range, but we'll take a Matt Chandler here and there. Yeah, dude. If I got if we got to dive into like a you know a, a Kenny Lynch and he lost his watch, I'm in on that, man. <laughs> Alright, we out of here, dog. Peace! Here we go, boys! Not cutting. Yes, you are. Nope, you just start when you want, because we're keeping that part. No, we're not. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm not cutting it, so just start. I'm not starting. Alright, I'll cut it later. I'll cut it later. Here we go, live at the Natty Splatty Studios. This is why we can't have nice things... I, that was too long. Hold on, hold on. I, I gotta slow it up. <laughs> this is a this is a skill, dude. <laughs> <laughs>